Fresh off the grill. We are live. This is Fresh Off the Grill Podcast, your main number one podcast for all the MMA news. We got TJ here again. And as always, my faithful compatriot, Rob. Snoochie Boochies. Yeah, I'm back. They pay me this time, though. That's not true. <laughs> Nobody gets paid. We get paid like cents per episode. And that's only after, like, 20 lessons. They get paid less than Chinese slave workers. It's true. It's very sad. Very true. It's not for the money. No. Yeah. Yeah. For the love I hear you. I hear you. So what's new? What's shaking? Not much. Uh, just, you know, doing the same old shit. Getting Yeah. Anytime you ask a white dude what's happening, if he answers with surviving, he's about to fucking kill himself. Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing better than that right now, though. <laughs> Can't really complain. You know, football's back on, so. Finally. Definitely starting to get excited for that. Even though it's just preseason, I love football season. Dude, they must be bored on Sports Hub because they were talking about the Flate Gate. No, it's a 10 year anniversary, so they're talking about what was your least favorite. And favorite news that happened in the past 10 years, and that was everyone's least favorite. So they decided to talk about it some more? Yeah. That's fucking retarded. It is. Leave it to Felger and Maz. Yeah, they're fucking stupid. They get their listens off of hate. That's all that they're good for, Gabe. Whoever the fat one is, he looks like that kid from fucking... That Chinese dude from The Replacements. You know, the one who just kept eating eggs the whole time and threw up? Beetle? Yeah, whatever the hell his name was. Zolak and Beetle. Yeah, he, he, he literally looks just like him. I, I, I'm thinking of the right guy, the you, fat dude, right? Yeah, that's the, like the uh, 10 to 2 o'clock show. Yeah, they, they used to be on the radio, right? Yeah, they're still on the radio. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they used to be on like the, the 95.5 or whatever the hell that fucking yeah, station was. Yeah, 98.5. There we Same go. shit. Yeah. Still going strong until he has a heart attack. Yeah. Either way, I don't like Boston sportscasters. They they annoy the fuck out of me. You guys can understand why though. Uh, well, I like Zolak and Bertrand. Yeah, me too. But that's like midday shit that we listen to at work. Felger and Maz is like I guess that would be like the prime time slot is when everybody's it driving is, yeah. home. That's the big show on ninety eight five. They're fucking garbage, and all their shit is just hate. <laughs> that's why they get the listens. Same reason people watch Floyd Mayweather fight because they hate him. Yeah. I can't believe I paid money for that fucking thing. That, uh, remember that boxing match? Oh my, Gruber. oh, my God. It was still a fun event to watch. It though. was. Crazy night. Almost got. Remember when my mom almost fought those three black chicks? What? You don't remember that? No. <laughs> you, you guys are definitely there. I almost fought your buddy. Who? What's his face? We're not going to say his name. Whatever, yeah. We're not going to say his name on the podcast. Anyways, yeah. Parking on both sides of the street, and my mom was pulling up. And, like, my mom had nowhere to park, so my mom was, like, just trying to, like, back in somewhere to pull in. And also, these group of people pulled up behind her and, like, were beeping at her and rushing her. And then they got out the car and, like, started threatening my mom. And that's when someone came and got me. I had a drink in my hand and a bag of weed in my pocket. <laughs> the essential. Yeah, so I went out there, started arguing with them. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I fucking lived here my whole life. Like, don't fucking, don't, don't tell me that you that you guys have have been like know the neighborhood. No, like they were pretty much questioning. Like they said that they were they lived up there, which I've never seen in my fucking life. 
long story short, someone called the cops. Cops ended up coming. Um, I I think I ended up knowing one of the cops, and I ended up throwing my bag of weed behind my mom's car and walking up to the cops with, with the drink in my hand. And then my girlfriend was like, "You can't walk up there. You can't like you can't be drunk in public." I'm like, "Public? I'm in front of my house." Like. <laughs> the fuck I, like real casual yeah so yeah, i'm just like sale. honestly I, to- I told the officer what happened he goes all right we'll just have everyone move on the side street and then everything's copacetic you know we're good and i was like no problem everyone moved like it was just crazy like these three like they were, they were probably my age a little younger they were threatening my mom who was like in her 60s like the fuck like and luckily like i'm i'm a guy i'm not gonna punch these chicks but i threatening my mom like i was this close dude you can pick up a rock toss a rock Oh my god, man! It's kosher. That must have been after we left, then. No, it was, it was, I'm pretty sure it was before the main event happened. It was like definitely two years ago, and I remember it because that was the the year we had the keg there. What Mayweather fight was this? The Mayweather McGregor fight. The only this the only Mayweather fight I would ever buy. Don't remember this at all. You don't remember this at all. Me neither. No, I remember I being there. I remember being there for the McGregor fight, but I don't remember any of this. Maybe you guys were in the in the bar area, and I was out playing like a yard game or something. Oh, That's how I found out. Maybe because I didn't get nobody. I just ran out there. Is that what you call beating up like some young black girls? <laughs> no yard games. No, I was playing like cornhole. Going <laughs> yeah. play some yard games. Yeah. No, you know, but they were threatening my mom, so I fucking I I, I was I was pretty shit drunk. You guys know how I get when I'm drunk, so I was getting belligerent, and luckily I ended up knowing one of the cops. Otherwise, I probably would have probably got locked up for being drunk in public because I started walking up the street where the cops were at, and like I was no longer in front of my house. Yeah, and this is back before like you know weed was decriminalized, but you know you still carried a half ounce on you. They're gonna be like, "What the fuck are you doing a half ounce?" <laughs> True. You're like, yeah. officer, this is my house. It's yeah. cool. So, yeah, right? Do you want to come in for a blunt? I'll yeah. make a spaghetti. This is oregano. Yeah. Now I wish I was there for that. Yeah. I mean, you guys definitely were, but like, it was, like, like we, had a sh- we had a shitload of people there, so it's like, you guys could have been on the other side. I was like, probably, like I said, I was... Could have been there the for backup. Yeah. I, I was just, in, I was in the mix at that point, being host. Damn. But I definitely remember you guys being there. I was there, but I wanted to be there, be in the. I'm pretty sure that was the night that like Ryan ordered a shitload of food. That's every night. Yeah, that's <laughs> no, but I mean, like this was like, like I think you, I think you ordered like 150 dollars worth of food, dude. You got to be more specific. More specific. Than more that. specific than that. Yeah, I think I we think, got like I think, 15 towns. I think it was like 15 towns of pizzas we got. That sounds about right. It was fucking ridiculous, dude. Also, he comes back with a box and like there's like stacks of pizza. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. By the way, Ryan, if you're listening, I owe you a pizza. <laughs> He'll gladly take it. He loves Town Spa. What fights do you want to talk about first? UFC Fight Night 156, Shevchenko versus Carmouche. <laughs> TJ taking that fat hit off that e-cigarette. Yeah. No, I was more in gas for how poor of a main event we got again. Hey, it's at okay. least it's on ESPN Plus now and not a pay-per-view that you gotta pay for. You still gotta pay for the Plus, which is bullshit. Yeah. But now I heard you get out of like six people on it, so I think my buddy's just gonna give me one of his logins. Oh, definitely do that then. It's not worth paying. You guys watch the first fight of the night? Nope. Was that uh, that Omer guy? Yeah. <laughs> that no. fucking weird guy? No, I, first fight of the night was Barzola versus Moffat. Got a lot of trading and late kicks and feints early on in the fight. Moffitt looks cleaner and, you know, more polished on the feet. Barzola's aggression and forward pressure, unpredictable wild style, led him to being able to take down Moffitt. 
And that actually, I think, won the fight. He won by split decision with takedowns. And I don't want to say effective striking, but definitely more aggressive and a lot more output than Moffat. Second fight of the night, we had Rodolfo Vieira versus Oscar Pacheto. We got Rodolfo winning that fight by submission in his UFC debut. Landing some heavy ground and pound in the second round that led to it. Another decent fight. Nothing great. More no names on this one. Big shocker. Yeah. <laughs> First fight in the UFC Uruguay. They didn't even have that many, what would you call them, Uruguayans? Uruguayans? Uruguayans, probably. I think they're called Uruguays. Yeah, let's let's go down with the Uruguays. Only one I remember on the fight. I'm just going to call them Guizis for sure. Uruguayans? Uh, Eduardo was. Yeah, he was the only one on the whole card. I mean, honestly, how many professional fighters do they have coming out of there? Just one. Yeah. Third fight, we actually have some names on this one. We've got Vulcan Uzumir versus Alir Latifi. <laughs> this fight. I know you watch this yeah. one. Yeah. Gabe, did you watch this one? Yeah. Okay. I thought this was a pretty good fight. It, it was. They're both, uh, they're both heavy strikers, so. Alaire Latifi looked uncharacteristically tired, though, in the first round. He looked spent. It looked like some of these guys, these two guys kind of fought at heavyweight, and that Ifiti guy, whatever the fuck his name is. Latifi. Latifi, whatever. He looks like a guy who should fight at heavyweight, but is too small to fight at heavyweight, like meaning height-wise. Yeah, he's like 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, yeah, but as far as muscle mass, you could tell that... If he was going up against a guy smaller than him in this division, it's he's going to gas out quick, and I wasn't surprised. But he doesn't usually look that tired that early on. It, it wasn't, you know, a technical boxing match for, you know, what we expect, but, like, he the, the shots that were landed were huge. And, you know, when you're that big, it doesn't take much behind him. I kind of wish Vulcan was more aggressive in this one. He looked like he had him in the first round and could have finished him. And even in the second round, when he hurt him with that knee and kind of let him off the hook a little bit, I just think he should have been more aggressive. It seems like he was kind of gun-shy after losing his last fight to Reyes. Ozumir just kept on catching Latifi with knees in the head. That's the main thing that really brought him fucking down. But obviously, Latifi was just getting smashed anyway. Yeah, he was too tired to really defend himself. If Vulcan just pushed the action a little bit more, I think he could have got the finish sooner. He, uh, yeah. He's built like a Lego, dude. He's got like a square as head, square body. Oh, Latifi? Yeah, like... Yeah, he really is. I thought Ozdemir had a good mix of striking, too. It's not like he was just all boxing. No, he looked good in this fight. Next fight, we got Gabe's boy, Garagori, versus Umberto. We got takedown early on from Umberto, but Garagori works his way back up to his feet and then takes Umberto down. Bites him back to his feet, and they go on trading back and forth throughout the three rounds of the fight, and Garagori ends up winning by decision, thus becoming the first fighter from Uruguay to not only debut in the UFC, but to make a win in the UFC. Decent fight, close fight, but I definitely think Garagori won that one. In the co-main event, we have probably one of the best fights of the year so far. I was going to say this this could be in contention for fight of the year. Yeah. Mike Perry versus Vicente Luque first two rounds definitely being the the heavier in the action but just the way that the whole fight ended is like fuck <laughs> he was pouring blood dude perry moves forward no matter what dude he was getting pieced up eating knees eating punches eating elbows 
this was really a, like a tale of two different styles. Mike Perry's a brawler, and this dude was much more technical, hitting him with straight punches, and Perry just didn't give a fuck and threw those wild-ass hooks at him. This is a fight where I watched it, and I wasn't angry with the decision because everyone they, they both left it all out there. It wasn't none of this dancing around bullshit. Like, they, they went out there, they swung. They were landing some shots. Like, I'm surprised no one fell. Did you see Mike Perry's nose after the fight? It was fucked. It looked like someone... It, it looked like... It looked like, you know, when you take your ball sack and just, you know, <laughs> you know, it looked, like, on. it looked like, it looked like your ball sack scrunched up in, into a, your fist, but on your face. Like, that's what his, that's what his fucking nose What looked he's like. trying to say is, if you ever watched the movie Waiting, he yeah. looked, it looked like he was making the brain, but with his nose. Pretty much. His shit yeah. was fucked up. It was seriously It was the up. worst nose break I've ever seen in terms of, like, shape-wise. Luke A got that choke on him afterwards, and he just, like, pumped all the blood out of his head. Yeah. It was nasty. That dude was like a human zit. <laughs> yeah, he all the pressure going to his head was fucking pouring out. You know what I think the main reason why Perry lost? That mullet. No, that mullet a, lost it for him. That's a good mullet. <laughs> as far as mullets go, that's right up there with Theo Vons. They were legitimately throwing heavyweight strikes. The way that it connected, especially like how you can hear it on Some the Some of mics. the uppercuts were crazy. I yeah. was like, holy shit. They, they were, heard it. Mm, fucking, I felt it sitting I know, down. I hear you. It was, especially uh, in that third round. The third round is where I saw most of like the, the uppercuts really land. The first two rounds were, you know, you could have gone, it could have gone either way. I thought they were, it was a lot closer than what they said. It could have even been a fucking. I yeah, think that you could give Perry it. the first round you even because of the it. way he ended it with those like wild hooks. I remember scoring it for Perry. I'm not mad at the decision. I wouldn't say it was a robbery or anything like that. But I feel like the ref may have negatively impacted the fight. Which time? When he stood them up from the corner oh, against the fence. When Perry he, had him pressured up. And the, he centered them. Yeah. That caused him to break his nose. Yeah, he got a little bit of separation on there and then hit him with that, not really flying knee, but kind of a jump knee in the clinch he, almost. He kind of, he wasn't really going for a takedown, but he was going to kind of, uh, he was, yeah, he was trying to clinch him. And he ended up taking a knee to the head. He ate that shit, too. Dude, he's fucking tough. Anyone who didn't like Mike Perry before had to gain at least a little bit of respect for him in that fight. I wouldn't say the ref lost the fight for him, but it didn't help. Yeah, that that separation definitely didn't favor him. He should have greased his pockets a little bit, you know? At least he wasn't endangering a fighter with what he did, but I didn't really agree with that. I think maybe they should have just stood him up in the corner. Well, it was a quick separation, too. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just felt like I should note that because I feel like it It definitely, having that blood and the way his face looked at the end of the fight definitely could have swayed the judge's opinion one oh, way or yeah. another. I remember thinking Perry won the first and the third round. A close fight. Definitely one of the better fights of the year. Definitely the best fight of the card. Yeah, because this main event ain't, ain't really winning shit. It wasn't, it, it wasn't even terrible. It's just... I kind of expected a finish out of Shevchenko. I think that was just because of how badly she beat the shit out of Jessica I in her last fight. That head kick KO. Yeah. Carmouche, just, she didn't want to engage. She was fighting really defensively the whole time. Obviously, we're, we're talking main event. So Shevchenko versus Carmouche. I mean, all she did was really she controlled the octagon. She got one takedown in the third and a knockdown in the third, and that was probably the most significance of anything in the whole entire fight. Oh, Shevchenko? Yeah. She dropped her twice, actually. She hit her with a spinning, elf, spinning back fist, yeah, she, and she took her d down in the second and the third round. 
She definitely won the fight, but it was just, it wasn't orally exciting. I'm just saying you can, like, name the significant things that happened in the oh, fight yeah. on one hand. On one hand from both fighters. So Carmouche no had nothing. Dude, like, I, before going into this fight, I was thinking, I'm like, Liz Carmouche, like, why the fuck is she even up here? She's so ugly. Uh, well, she looks like Uriah Faber. <laughs> <laughs> well, besides the point, she also sucks, dude, like. Last time we seen her, or last time I remember her fighting was like what five years ago when she uh, lost to um, I want to say Ronda Rousey maybe. Yeah, she was the first women's fight in the UFC against yeah. Rousey. And I was like, all right, well there she goes, never to never to be hurt again. I saw this fight, and you know, with Valentina's rep, I was like, oh, this is a fucking mop fight. Well, she's Easy. she's been winning the UFC. I'm pretty sure she might be undefeated at 125 before this fight, but. 125 is so new, it's hard to come up with a viable challenger yeah. for Valentina. I mean, I wouldn't call her a bum. She, she was definitely there. She no, wasn't like, getting destroyed. Na- can you name one top highlight she's had? With her style, she's never going to have That's a highlight. Like I, I, like, I hate to be that guy who just looks for flash knockers or subs, but it's like, if I can't name one memorable thing, like like Forrest Griffin. I can't remember a fucking knockout he had or a sub he had. You know, Maybe the, the one time he won the title from... You know, sub uh, Shogun the first yeah, time. Yeah, besides fought. that, but you know, I remember him because of that war with Stefan Bonner. You know? Exactly. Like you, everyone, even if they weren't knockout artists or whatever, Tito Ortiz, he was never a knockout artist. But you know what? He had battles with Chuck, and you know, he was a pioneer in the in the game. So it's like they all had their niche. But like, I feel like Liz Carmouche is one of those people that like never really, you know, her biggest thing in the UFC was taking Ronda Rousey's back. Yeah, basically. Wow, that, that was her claim to fame. Yeah, she's not that exciting. I'll I'll do that, but she's not a bum either, dude. Eh. Eh. Not my type. <laughs> not my type of fighter. Fat fight card all done. We're gonna look ahead to this week's card. UFC two forty one. Cormier versus Miocic two. First fight of the night, we got Derek Brunson versus Ian Heinish. I'm going with Ian Heinish uh, on this one. He looked pretty good in his last fight. He beat Ronaldo Jacare Susan. That's not an easy thing to do. Yeah, he's on a bit of a win streak. I'm going to pick Ian as well. I'm going opposite you guys. Taking Derek Bumson. Yep, definitely. Fucking wild. I hate that, dude. He's so that, stupid. That's my wild card pick of the night. I just, I, he's got to punch his chance. He definitely does. I just hate that dude chance. so much. He's got one of the lowest fight IQs I've ever seen of anyone. This dude just rushes in with his chin up and hands down like a fucking idiot. Yeah, he's pretty dumb. Naruto running to his opponent. <laughs> Second fight of the night. We've got Gabriel Benitez versus Sadiq Yusuf. I have Sadiq Yusuf, and that's Rob's lock of the week. I already know Gabe's on the Nigerian night train. You already know. I don't even have to say this dude's all aboard on everything. Yeah. He, he likes the dark meat. <laughs> Me, um, this is a toss-up. Um, I don't give a fuck who wins, really. But if I had to pick one, I'd go Gabriel Benitez. <laughs> Third fight of the night. We got a good one in the middleweight division. Yoel Romero versus Paulo Costa. I'm definitely going with Yoel on this one. I don't think Costa's ready for someone this good and this big. I'm going to disagree. I'm going Costa on this one. Yoel's coming off a loss, and Costa just beat uh, fucking Hall. He didn't just beat Hall. That shit was like a year ago. That was his last fight. It was. So got suspended for steroids. Yeah, Romero's never been there. He hasn't been. Look at that, dude. All natural. <laughs> Bullshit. He just drinks fucking milk. Mm-hmm. He's Cuban. Suckled me at the teat. 
for three months. Thought I was a baby. That's how I got so strong. Giant's milk. Milk is milk. Titty milk. A titty is a titty. Yeah, no. See, I actually, I actually agree with Gabe here. Um, I honestly think Yo Romero is too one-dimensional. I don't think he's his ground game's ass. He can, yeah, yeah he can too old. He can stand and bang, but Yo Romero was an Olympic silver medalist. I'm not calling him a pussy, but I just don't think he's gonna win. I heard you call him a pussy. I never said that. I just say he sucks on the ground. I think he's gonna sucks on the ground. I think he's gonna knock this fucking Brazilian dude out. Who knows? Who knows? Porchinha. Knock him back on the banana boat. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. I can say that. Believe me. So can I. Just (laughs) did it. I know. Fuck it. Co-main event of the night. We've got Anthony Pettis and Nate Diaz in the welterweight division, I believe. Even though both usually fight at lightweight. <laughs> I guess TJ likes this yeah, fight. Yeah, this is definitely a good fight. Good fight. I, uh, if I had a pick, I think it's going to go to Nate Diaz just because he's got the reach on him, really. And as, if it's going to be standing up, even if it's on the ground, I think Nate Diaz is overall better than him. He is better on the ground, much better on the ground. You know, even standing up, he stood up and went toe-to-toe with Connor. And, you know, as much as everyone hates Connor, you can't doubt his stand-up game. Cowboy, too. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, that's, that's where I got to give him the edge in that fight. So you're picking Diaz? Yeah, absolutely. Gotcha. This is still really close for me. Pettis looked really good against Wonderboy. I think you want better. This, that's my lock for this week. Is it? Yeah, that's my lock. Rob does locks. That's my lock. Diaz. I'm going to go with my heart on this one. I'm going to say Nate Diaz. This is really hard for me. This is a tough fight. I, I'm not surprised, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm actually going Pettis. Diaz has been out a little bit. I think he's going to be having trouble shaking the rust off. I don't know. I have a feeling Pettis is going to take it. This was a hard one for me, honestly. Gotta say Diaz. I kind of want him to win and get a Masvidal fight. I want him versus Masvidal. You know, Anthony Pettis has been doing. He's been doing the bottle cap challenge. (laughs) Diaz has been waiting for a fight for like a year and a half now. They just give him nobody, nobody decent. How how does this guy not not even a contention for a title shot? Because Dana doesn't like him. He doesn't. I know, but like, what the fuck, dude? I hate Dana White. He sucks. Instead, we get Henny fucking Cejudo. You gotta jerk off your clown bald boss. Yeah, I guess so. Fucking, fucking Henry Cejudo, the world's first intergender champion. I what the fuck was that, dude? Was that was that a joke or was that it, real? It is a joke. He's just playing off of it because people call him the king of cringe because of how corny he is. Oh, so he's just he's just challenging everybody for both. It's so corny. He's still not as bad as Kobe Covington though. But it's pretty hard to be. Just so corny. bad in which way? Like corniness corniness like by the way they fight or the way they act act oh it's a corniness we got the corniest of them in the main event of this pay-per-view or whatever the hell it is <laughs> uh, oh my god sir humps a lot himself up next speaking of the main event we've got daniel cormier in a rematch against stipe miocic again this one's tough for me to call i don't think it's going to go like the last one i don't think it's going to be a first round knockout for dc but i think I still see him winning that fight. I'm going with my heart on this one and saying fuck DC, Stipe, and I hope he knocks his stupid fucking ass out because he's a fucking paper champ. No one should go in the ring 
and fucking cry and then get their belts given back to them. Fuck that shit. I used to defend DC, not the fuck anymore. There's no crying in baseball. To paraphrase the fucking hump king himself, Daniel Cormier, you're a bum. <laughs> Should be a good fight, though. I that's one of the best fights the heavyweight division can make. I fucking am praying that Stipe wins. I, I mean, I'm not really a huge fan of him, but I, I like his story and I like what he brings to the fight as opposed to, you know what you're going to get with fucking Daniel Cormier. You know, all he's going to do is sit there and, you know, he might land one or two shots, yeah, but his little short stubby ass is going to try to take you out. And if I was Stipe, throw a knee right in his fucking jaw. I got Croatian cousins, so I got to go with blood, man. <laughs> do you? Yeah. Cool. I'd rather Stipe win just because Cormier doesn't have much time left. Dude's worse it's than more, fucking It's more interesting for Stipe to win because then if he gets the title, then possibly Jones could move up and fight him. I don't think Jones wants to. He has no desire to move up to heavyweight. I think if Stipe wins this fight, it's him and Ngannou again. Either way, I think Ngannou gets the next title shot. Frank Mayer deserves it. <laughs> Frank Mayer got his ass beat by his 16-year-old daughter. Did he? <laughs> no. Oh, but say. she's going to be soon. She's going to be nasty. Really? She's out there wrestling dudes, playing safety on a boys football team. Really? Fucking dudes up. Not surprised. Not surprised, motherfucker. Speaking of fucking dudes, that's on to our misconnection. Rob's got it for it this week. I never asked for the No homeowners in this one, Gabe, so not fucking dudes. Damn it. Well, I just assumed. The title is Miss My Panty Girl in Peabody. Miss meeting and chatting about things with my cute 30s year old. Miss sharing things, always mutually beneficial. Of course, first thing, I would have you take off your panties to examine the goods. You had a great panties collection. Met initially in a parking lot at CVS near Capone's. Let me know how you're doing, and if you're free to still do it. Thanks for reading. Painting collection? What does she got, like, fucking Pokemon trading cards, the holographic shit, the Charizards? What, what, what kind of collection are we talking about? I don't know, but... Just when you think the internet can't get any worse, you get guys out here fucking writing stupid shit on the internet like this. Let me see the goods. Yeah. Let me see the goods, boy. Let me see the goods. So stupid. You gotta chase the rabbit to get the tail. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I just watched The Town earlier, and that was one of the lines <laughs> in it, so perfect tie, you know, time placing to put that in there. Uh, this is one of the more bizarre ones. I think the more bizarre one was that camping one we had a couple episodes ago, where it was like, hey, we hung out in like the 90s, chances are you go on the fucking internet to read this shit. Like, No. Hey, we met, we, met, we met back in the 90s before the internet was a thing, you know, but if it was back then, I definitely would have, you know, yeah. selfied my crotch and sent it to you via fax. Yeah. <laughs> Wait for the dial-up internet to fucking load that shit up, like yeah. bar by bar, like, oh, yeah, I can't yeah. wait to jerk off when it gets to the nipples. Yeah, you get half the picture. It's like Still half pixelated, one nipple's all fucked up. Dude, I was dealing with that the other day because I didn't, I didn't have internet set up here, and I was fucking dealing with Comcast, and oh, my I data thought... ran out of my phone, and that was, that was the life I was living, waiting for pictures to download. Like, 
<laughs> now, now you want to talk about roughing it. That's rough. That's it. roughing it. Oh, man. Got to go back to mental images. Just close your eyes. That's going to about wrap us up this week. You can catch us on Anchor FM. Leave us a viewer voicemail. Shoot us an email at freshoffthegrillpod at gmail.com. Catch us on Instagram. And Facebook. Fresh Off The Grill Pod. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. Yes, we're back on iTunes again. Bobby fixed the problem. Apparently you can't say shit in an episode description. Shit, fuck, faggot, cocksucker, cunt. Well, we only said shit. Yeah, but I just wanted to, you know. Yeah, I assume you can't say those either. I'm pushing the envelope. We do mark our episodes explicit, no so. Cocks nor dicks nor sucks. Nah, dude. None of that. None of that in the description. We could just yell it in the mic all we want, though. Fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. Not, nothing. Nothing. Wow. We mark, we mark our episodes explicit. It really shouldn't matter. Shit, 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 shit. Well, now we know. Adios. Have a good fucking week. Send nudes. Peace. We are live. This is Fresh Off The Grill Podcast. You made number one cog yet. Oh, excuse me. Google. Takanora Gomi. I'm not mad at the decision. I definitely wouldn't say it was a robbery. Yeah, that guy. The, the, the other guy. Say his name so Gabe can edit it in like you just said it. What's his name? Gabriel Benitez. Gabriel Benitez. <laughs> the magic of editing. Yeah. Thank you, Gabe. <laughs>